Let us be attentive. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers, for you are just in all you have done. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let us be attentive. In those days, Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he might not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hastening to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. And from Miletos he sent to Ephesus and called to him the elders of the church, and when they came to him, he said to them, Take heed to yourselves and all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God which he obtained with the blood of his own Son. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among your own selves will arise men speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who were with me. In all things I have shown you that by so toiling one must help the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had spoken thus, he knelt down and prayed with them all. Peace be with you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him power over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work which you gave me to do. 
And now, Father, you glorify me in your own presence with the glory which I had with you before the world was made. I have manifested your name to men whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you, for I have given them the words which you gave me, and they have received them and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you did send me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me. For they are mine, all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. Imagine, imagine for a moment the following scene in your mind. Two parents are leaving their children home alone for the first time. What happens? Chances are the parents give the children a number of instructions the food is in the cupboard. Remember to feed the dog. Here is our phone number. Don't forget to water the plants, etc., etc., etc. And imagine as the parents say goodbye and say that they love them, they might repeat at the end and don't forget to water the plants or whatever task the children needed to be reminded about the most. And what will these children do, you might think? Will they follow the parents' instructions? Will they wish the parents would have stayed with them, reminding them and guiding them through the tasks? This morning we read from the Acts of the Apostles, where, kind of like parents leaving the kids home alone for the first time, 
St. Paul gave his departing instructions to the leaders of the church in Ephesus before he left Asia Minor Minor, for his journey towards Jerusalem. His farewell speech with final instructions to the leaders of the church in Ephesus, the Ephesian elders, caused the elders to be sad. The next two verses immediately after today's epistle lesson read this. And they all wept and embraced Paul and kissed him, sorrowing most of all because of the word he had spoken that they should see his face no more. And they brought him to the ship. So the Ephesian elders, the leaders of the church, wept at St. Paul's departure. They surely wished St. Paul could have stayed longer. They may have felt sort of abandoned. They may have thought they needed more guidance. They may have felt like they needed more direction. But don't we feel the same today? Don't we sometimes think, I wish I had someone like St. Paul to teach me, to tell me what to do, to help me in my journey of faith? Don't we sometimes feel lost at sea? without a map? Don't we sometimes feel home alone for the first time and don't know what to do? We, like the Ephesian elders, need reminding. We are not left alone. We, like the children, have our parents' phone number. Just like the Ephesian elders, we indeed have a map and guidance in what to do. As we read in the epistle lesson today, St. Paul reminded the Ephesian elders that God gave his Holy Spirit to guide them as overseers of the church. We also read in St. Paul's farewell speech today, he says, Now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. In other words, the word of God's grace can build up the Ephesian elders and us, even when St. Paul isn't here. God continues to build up his church, even if there isn't a spiritual giant like St. Paul around. And most importantly, God has given all of us who have believed and been baptized and chrismated his Holy Spirit to guide us. But what was the final instruction, the final reminder to the Ephesian elders by St. Paul before he boarded the ship? In the speech, it says, In all things I have shown you that by by so toiling, one must help the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. That was what they needed to be reminded about the most. It was the last reminder, the last instruction before he prayed and set sail. It is more blessed to give than to receive. This final instruction, this final reminder was the one, perhaps, that the early Christians needed reminding about 
the most. And they took this to heart. Even after the time of Christ, and even after the time of the apostles, Christians continued to give. The early church's help for the, and care for the poor and less fortunate was a major factor why the church became known in society and grew in those early centuries. The joy of giving is the parting reminder to the Ephesian elders and to us. It is through our giving that the suffering of the poor is alleviated. It is through our generosity that the church can grow and thrive. It is better to give than to receive. As St. Paul reminds us, we are not alone. We have a roadmap clearly set before us in the Holy Scriptures and the Holy, Holy Writings of the Church on how to behave and how to believe. We are strengthened and built up by the word of God's grace. Most importantly, we are guided daily by the Holy Spirit. And finally, we are instructed to give cheerfully and completely just as God did. God gave us his only begotten son. That only begotten son, Jesus Christ, gave his life for our sins. And God gives us his Holy Spirit to be with us and guide us every day of our life. Just like parents leaving their children home alone for the first time, St. Paul's final instruction to the Ephesian elders and to us might be the most important. It is better to give than to receive. God blesses us with the joy of giving. Our giving is a continuation of God's own giving. Even when St. Paul isn't physically here with us, we can still follow his instructions. Brothers and sisters in Christ, take these farewell instructions to heart and act upon them. Even when we are not being compelled to do so, even when we are not being told to do so, even when no one is looking, let us remember and act upon these words. It is better to give than to receive. Amen.